Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. All right, everybody. We are live with the Combat Cast. And after uh, some fights this past weekend, we're going to talk about all kinds of fights coming up. Chevy, tell people what we got coming up. All right. August 19th, UFC 292, Sterling versus O'Malley. It's shaping up to be a pretty good card. And August 26th, UFC Fight Night, Holloway versus the Korean Zombie. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that one. Big fan of both guys. Don't think yeah. it's going to be. I think it's going to be a relatively one-sided fight. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. And then September 2nd, UFC Fight Night, Gone versus Spivak. Uh, that'll be an early card because that's from France. Okay, yeah, gone versus Spivak. Uh, I mean, I'm mostly excited for uh, UFC 292 out of all those. Yeah, and we're going to get a couple real early cards. So I, I think the France one's at three, and the Korean zombie one, I think, is in uh, Singapore. So it's like 8 a.m. or something like that for us here. So early, early Saturday morning fights. Now, I know uh, we didn't talk about this, but like I just want to say, uh, I watched uh, pretty much a lot of the Nate Diaz Jake Paul fight, and I do have to say, even though it wasn't big on our radar, we pretty much called that exactly how we thought. Like Jake Paul probably, but Nate would come on strong at the end, and that yep. is kind of what happened. And I was like, wow, this is <laughs> you know kind of predictable here too. Yeah, uh, I saw that Jake knocked him down, almost put him through the ropes early on in the mm-hmm. fight. So yeah, you know, I I thought Jake would gas out more for sure. So. Yeah, I'll give him credit for that. I thought he would have definitely gassed out a little more in a tent. I don't know still how serious Nate took this, though. He put a guillotine choke on him at one point. And, I don't know. think he takes anything serious anymore. Yeah, and uh, I know Jake wants to do the MMA fight, but I was like, ah, that just seems like... I think Nate's I coming back to UFC. Like, the way that Dana's been talking about him and everything, I think they want to do that Connor trilogy because Connor's trash and Nate's trash. So they can, right. uh, you know, fight each other for a lot of money, but, you know, nobody gets embarrassed. Right, right. Except That's for the right. fans. The fans can be embarrassed for both of them. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. All right. What about, uh, oh, Derek Lewis resigning? Yeah, re-signed an eight-fight uh, deal. I can't imagine he fights too much, many more than eight fights, so probably retiring with the UFC. So we're not going to see that Francis fight, most likely, unless no. Francis comes back. So still get to see exciting fights in the Black Beast, though. So happy to, happy to see that. Yeah, I don't think at the end of the day, I mean, I can't speak for the guy, but maybe Derek was just, you know, he's happy to stay with the UFC. They might have made him a hell of an offer, too. I think he was making good money beforehand too, so I'm sure he's he's doing even better now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you hold the record for knockouts in a promotion, they got to pay you. That's true. You're fun. You're a fun fighter. Um, did you see uh, this past past weekend's fights? I did. Um, before we get into that, just want to shout out tomorrow. 
we talked, we went over it last week, but uh, Brennan Ward, uh, you know, uh, local fighter Brennan Ward is uh, fighting Storley for a probable title eliminator. Um, that'll be tomorrow. So shout out to Brennan Ward. You know, we're rooting for you here. Good luck. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's talk about um, last week's card. So we're just going to talk about co-main and main event, Jessica Andrade versus Tatiana Suarez. Um, I said Tatiana would sub her in the second round. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, in the third round, but she got it done in the second round. She looked fantastic. Uh, Andrade is really uh, struggling right now. I mean, that was a very tough matchup for her, obviously, but she has quite a few losses in a row now. Um, uh, I, I don't know what's next for her. I, I don't think that she's in decline or anything like that. I think she's just unlucky and coming across these girls at the wrong time. So uh, as far as go ahead, as far as Tatiana, um, she's a problem for everyone in the division. Uh, I really want to see her against Zhang. So I hope Zhang wins her uh, next fight. Can't remember her opponent. Um, Jan. Uh, yeah, Jan. Yep, she's fighting Jan. So I, yeah. I'm hoping that Zhang wins because I think Tatiana ragdolls Jan. But uh, Zhang's been working with Cejudo on her wrestling. She's so powerful. I mm-hmm. think that would be a very interesting matchup. Definitely better on the feet. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's what we're going to see next after she gets past Jan. She doesn't fight Jan. I can only think of, um, I mean, once you beat Jessica Andrade, I would think it's got to be Rose Namanunas or she's Amanda. moving up. Rose is moving up. That's the only reason I didn't mention her. So Amanda Lemos, or maybe the other one. It's kind of tough. Yeah. 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 So that would be like she's either fighting for the title, waiting for the title next already, or if she wants another fight, just to, then it has to be probably Lemos or somebody like that, I would mm-hmm. think. So, but she's. She's, she's ready to fight for the title. For sure, for sure. All right, let's talk about the uh, main event. Obviously disappointing for a number of reasons. Uh, the fight was was very, very boring. Um, out of the fighter's control. You know, you got to do what you got to do to win. Uh, unfortunately, Corey Sanhagen suffered a tricep injury. Um, tricep is one of the most important muscles for athletics in any athletics you're doing. I don't know if people realize that, but uh, he had a fully torn tricep in the first round. So for him to be able to wrestle uh, top five bantamweight Rob Font, even on short notice, uh, was impressive. Yeah, fight was boring. I agreed. We talked about that with our friend Scott in the group chat. Um, Very, very boring fight. But when it comes out that Corey was injured, I get it for sure. Um, Yeah. I'm wondering if he's going to get punished for this, though. Uh, you know, maybe instead of getting a title shot next, which he probably deserves, he gets he has to fight, you know, ends up fighting Magomedov or ends up fighting Marab, you know, two tough mm-hmm. matchups. But yeah, I mean, and Sterling, he might be leaving the division anyway if he beats um, O'Malley. Yeah. I think all I the think money fights are gone at that point. Sterling's got to be the favorite. I like Sterling, but God, I think it's got to be better for everybody if Romali wins. Yeah, not better for me. I hope Sterling wins. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's more money fights for these other guys. 
And, you know, like uh, probably even because I got to feel like if O'Malley beats Sterling, he catches him. So I don't feel like I feel like Sterling is a tougher matchup for anybody, too. It would be good, I guess, story wise, if if Sterling gets caught and he you know loses the belt and he goes up to featherweight anyway. And then Marab, who just comes for revenge for his you know teammate. Yeah. And ragdolls Sean around because Marab's going to end up being the champ and he's going to be the champ for a while, I think. So, yeah. And they got that storyline about the jacket, too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So we'll see. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's talk about this weekend's fights coming up. Uh, We're just going to go over the co main and main events, but there are some notable fighters on here. This is pretty good. uh, Not a lot of big names, but pretty good uh matchmaking for a card so just heads up for terrence mckinney josh friend aj dobson uh isman lucindo she had that like uh debut fight against yasmin um a few years ago it was tremendous and then uh, of course uh third on the bill uh roundtree versus Dawkins. chris Dawkins is moving down to light heavyweight so we're gonna see how he looks there but that's a great matchup too yeah, and Roundtree is one of those guys, at times, he just looks like the complete fighter. I feel like consistency may be the issue with him, but like... It's a mentality thing, I think. Yeah. When he's on, he's a world beater. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's uh, let's get into the co-main, though. Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Dawadu. All right, Swanson, 28-13, and 13, 13 knockouts, 4 subs, 11 decisions. This guy's had a performance of the night, fight of the night six times. Uh, he's just an exciting fighter. He's got tied with Conor McGregor and Chad Mendes for the second most knockouts in the UFC featherweight division history. He's got third most total fight time in UFC featherweight division history. So he can put you away. He can have exciting fights, and he can go the distance. Uh, as for Hakeem, he's 13-3-1, seven KOs, six decisions. And this guy is uh, a Muay Thai kickboxing background. He was a champion. Uh, I think he was undefeated as a professional. He had nine, but he had like a ton of amateur fights, like 40, 50 amateur fights. So stylistically, this should be a really fun fight. Like they're probably going to bring it. There's probably going to be lots of kicks, punches, and uh, all kinds of striking. At the end of the day, I love me some Cub Swanson, but I feel like he's getting a bit older in terms of fight years. And so I'm going to go with Hakeem on this. I'll go third round uh, TKO because Cubs such a tough fight. I can see it maybe going second, but it's, you know, it's this is good. There's going to be a finish. I have a feeling either way. Yeah, this is going to be a fun stand up fight for sure. Um, I think Cub is still just tough as nails. I know he did get finished. The only thing that's worried me about this fight is he got finished via leg kicks in the last one. Yeah. And Dawadu can kick the shit out of Cub's legs. So hopefully he, you know, has been working on that a little bit. He'll come in prepared to check some of those. Um, He can stop them early. Um, And if he does that, I think he's going to make it a dog fight. He doesn't want to be in a technical fight with Hakeem. He wants to make it a dog fight, which he's excellent at. He's going to drag him to deep waters. I think he gets the TKO in round three. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I hope you're right. I love me some Cubs Swanson. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Mm. All right. Let's uh, move on. Main event, Vicente Luque versus Rafael Dos Anjos. 
Uh, Fantastica is 21-9-1, 11 KOs, 8 subs, 3 decisions. Uh, he's had performance of the night 4 times. Second most finishes in UFC welterweight division history. He's tied with Steven Thompson for third most post-fight bonuses in welterweight. So as a welterweight, this guy's a finisher. He's fun. RDA, 32-14, 5 KOs, 11 subs, 16 decisions. This guy's a former lightweight champion. Um, fighting night three times, performance a night four times. Um, and he's also had most unanimous decisions uh, wins in uh, USC history. So this guy, he can, he, he's not in a boring fight, though. Like Usually these are going to be fun fights. Uh, he's been at welterweight for a long time now. He's one of the top welterweights. He's guys been great at lightweight before. He's just all around one of the best fighters in the world. But he's getting a little older. But not to the point, like, I think we talked about this in his last fight where I said with uh, Brian uh, Barbarina he beat. And I said, I just don't feel like, like, RDA is still good if he has all those tools. Now, that being said, Luke is a different animal. Um, so I find this fight to be very good matchmaking and very competitive. I'm having a hard time picking a winner. So... I'll go with RDA. <laughs> I'm going to go five rounds decision. I think the cardio and RDA's experience will be the difference here. Yeah. Uh, also, Luke is returning after a bad KO loss to Jeff Neal. Um, that, that was a very bad knockout. I think he actually had a brain injury or something. Jesus, I didn't know that. So, um, so he hasn't fought in a year. I just think that this is a very tough fight to come back to after that. Uh, I think RDA might be better everywhere still yeah. at, at 38 years old. I think he may just have, you know, maybe not the power edge. He doesn't have the power edge. Maybe his jujitsu is not quite as good, but he's better everywhere else. So uh, I think it's going to be a pretty close fight, but I'm going to pick RDA to outpoint him with well-timed wrestling. So I'm going with the five round decision as well. All right. RDA. So he disagreed on one, agreed on one. And I hope you're right on the other one too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a little short episode for you guys. Uh, You know, let's go through the schedule again. Uh, August 19th, UFC fight night, or I'm sorry, UFC 292 from Boston, Sterling versus O'Malley for the Bantamweight belt. Then we'll be going to Singapore for August 26th, UFC Fight Night Holloway versus the Korean Zombie. And then September 2nd, UFC Fight Night Gone versus Spivak, heavyweight matchup from France. All right, guys. Just a quick episode this week. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about more fights. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.